Welcome to the Brews Room on St. Brewis Radio, a weekly discussion of craft beer trends, culture, and brewing. Come join Jeff Britton, owner of Exit 6 Brewery in Cottleville, his brewmaster, Justin Helm, Kyle Dent, owner of Shamrock's Pub and Grill in St. Charles, and beer enthusiast, Mark Armenio. The Brews Room, alcohol by volume. Because Kyle's not here tonight, but that's okay. We have two jokers, and I'm thinking, you know, this is the best thing we ever had. Okay, so fundamentally, what I want to ask you guys right now is, do you think so? We know it's funny. I think that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we fixed the audio problem. Kyle's not here. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Welcome everybody back to the Bruise Room. Uh, Show fifteen, I think we're. Yeah, I gave up counting. I no longer, I no longer label st- them by episode <laughs> I number. Know, right? I just label them by date. Oh, it's, okay. It's the nine eleven episode. <laughs> Never forget this one. Yeah. No. No. Okay. No. All right. So something I want to start off talking about right away uh, to move quickly past the nine eleven. Uh, Kona. Knock oh. knock. Knock knock. Kona is in the house. So Kona Brewing is being sued because apparently they don't make all of their beer in Hawaii. And there was a group that got together and basically said, this is bullshit. You don't make all your beer in Hawaii. Your thoughts. Now, they make some of it, but they basically have... They do make some of it still? They do, yeah. But probably nothing that's made available in the contiguous 48. Remember a couple years ago when we couldn't get our... um Cocoa Porter, or Cocoa Brown, and a couple of the other seasonals because they were making them in Hawaii only right. and weren't going to make them in whatever brewery on the West Coast that they make them at. Widmer. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I don't know. Um, on one hand, I understand it. I understand what these people are trying to do. On the other hand, it's a little petty. Does anywhere on their packaging say... Yes. Brewed in Hawaii. Yes. Well, not only that, sort in of. their defense, they said they call Hawaii is a state. It's a state as well as a state of mind. It's Perfect. Kinda... Then they've covered their asses. No, but they also say come visit our brewery and brew pubs while in Hawaii and try this great beer. But they do have those things. They exist. And they also, do. Also on the beer labeling, it says liquid aloha. Okay, they're using Hawaii as a Hawaiian lifestyle, as a branding image. I, that's fine. Fuck you for suing over something <laughs> stupid like that. Go shoot your guns at Irma. <laughs> <laughs> that's the My type mother's of housekeeper? Leave yeah. her out of it. <laughs> I think what they're trying to do is they're, they're trying to get more transparency on labels. It's for the shock tops, the blue moons, etc. I would you would you have a problem with other breweries co-oping regions or who cares? I, I don't, okay, so you don't. I mean, you obviously don't. <laughs> no, I do not. Okay, I mean, but if I was, you know, if I was if I was based in New York City and I wanted to New York City get a rope <laughs> and I wanted to have a beer called Mississippi Mud Pie, would you have a problem with that? No, I guess that's not an exact comparison. What no, about that's a terrible about, yeah, comparison. That's a really actually, bad, yeah. What maybe, about dogfish? But maybe head? they're not located. On Dogfish Head, right? Like, they're kind of close-ish, but... Yeah, but... Yeah, but that's different. Yeah, I mean, that's just the name of their brewery. It's not saying where they're... What I'm saying I is... I mean, you can't compare Hawaii to Dogfish Head Island. or And actually, I think Dogfish Head is just a fish. No, it's a, it's a bay or a something. A bay, right. Yeah, Delaware, yeah. yeah. Full of dogfish. Right. Maybe. Yes. 
No, that's that's what it is. That's where Sam got the name because his dad always took him there. I, I know that's why I brought it up, but that's what I'm saying. You can't. You're naming but your brewery nobody after knows that, that location. Look, what if somebody in St. Louis opened up a brewery and wanted to basically capture the essence of New York City? And so, or, or the uh, New England IPA, which is so popular. Right now. Like, what if Narrow Gauge decided to say, "We're the Vermont Brewing Company"? Okay, that's whatever. Who okay. <laughs> I, I don't understand the argument. Like, I get it. Okay, people are well, but hang on. So much about craft they beer. Feel is like they've been bamboozled by fucking Kona. Because oh well, that's stupid. But so much about <laughs> beer is about authenticity. It's about connecting with a local community, and this flies in the face of that. Not that they're craft beer, but I mean, I think that's what's upsetting people is this idea that instead of being authentic, they're being fake Hawaiian. It's tiki torches in a backyard and pretending it's a luau. There's tiki bars all over the country. You're gonna shut all Name of them one down. One tiki bar. I've never been to one. <laughs> Name because... one. Where have you ever seen a tiki bar? Uh, actually, not, I have seen sorry, one. Not uh, titty bar. Tiki. Oh, tiki tiki no. bar. I saw one on uh, Bar Rescue. <laughs> was it in Hawaii? No. Then your point is mute. <laughs> was it on in California? Uh, no. <laughs> it was in like the Midwest somewhere. Oh. John I wonder Taffer why, shut that shit I wonder down why that bar failed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you guys like Bar Rescue? Do you watch the show? I do watch it. Um, I think I've probably seen most of the episodes. I like I, John I watch Taffert. it at one time and one time only. When I'm super fucking hungover <laughs> and I don't want to move off of my couch and that's what channel it happens to be on. TV's on the marathon <laughs> like all day. Yeah. Then, then I'll, I'll watch four, five, six episodes in a row. But if I'm flipping through channels trying to find something good to watch, I'm not going to stop on Bar Rescue on purpose. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. I, the one thing I'll say is every time I watch an episode of Bar Rescue, the same thing becomes readily apparent. John Taffer is not going to save most of these bars because the problems with them are all these interpersonal dynamics. Like, it's, yeah. you know, your employees don't respect you. You're an alcoholic. Your marriage is falling apart. But, hey, a new coat of lacquer on your front door is going to turn <laughs> you around. Both of the bars he, I think there's only two uh, in St. Louis in that St. he's Louis, rescued yeah. have, are closed. Well, uh, one, of them was, one of them was downtown and got crushed by Ballpark Village. Pastimes. Yeah. That was the Budweiser bar. And then they opened Budweiser Central right next right. to him. I mean, I... Oh, I mean, I'm not making a determination about whether or not. But I mean, I think that was mostly Ballpark Village. Uh, that uh, if you what was the other one? Um, Van Gogh's, I think, was what it was called. Van like Gogh, a, fuck yourself. A martini bar or something like that. And I think he tried to turn it into like a high end mixology. It was like down on Cherokee or something like. I think I've heard of that, but only half of I it. I think I'm the concept <laughs> he came up with just wasn't going to work for the location. Um, the the problem is when you want to go there, you can never get a reservation. You always got to play it by ear. <laughs> Do we have more? That's two, <laughs> three. What are we on? You heard? Can we, <laughs> can we get five? Five Van Gogh puns? Nope. No. no. You killed no. it. Thanks. No. <laughs> no. I mean, really. I heard they've got cheap corn there. It's a buccaneer. <laughs> Uh, you know, the thing about it is that their, their <laughs> drinks, the drinks are so overpowering, you always need a palate cleanser. Like, it's just... Now we go into the painting things. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Can we be done? I don't know. It's all these, <laughs> doing all these you know puns what, with a real wide brush. Can well, we just get back to the topic? You know what band they always play there? The Strokes. I mean, it's just... I think it's people <clears throat> just being petty about labeling and Hawaii yeah. and... See how I did that in order to get rid of the puns uh -huh. and just nice. go right back into it. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, oh. I, I guess I guess I understand that people are being petty, and I don't think it matters at all. 
I, I really I do don't have think a it problem. is. That does either. I mean, but it's I, not like I, Hawaii I is known with, for beer. No, they're they're known for a no, lifestyle. No, but that's, not, that's, that's what, what they're, they're co-oping Hawaiian culture, right? I mean, no. they're, they're basically they built a brand. On, what if uh, if you were in Des Moines? No, or uh, I don't want to be. No, let's go further north. Bismarck. Bismarck. You're in Bismarck. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to Bismarcky. He's just a friend. And you open up uh, a Memphis barbecue shop. And, you know, it's, you say, Memphis made or something like that. I think that's a more apt comparison. And yeah. That's what I was kind of kind of getting at. I don't know. It's, but that's but, a okay, representation that's a style, of what's though. inside your pro- what your product is. Not, But that's what their beers are, right? right. No, because Liquid Hawaii Aloha. doesn't yeah. have a style. You're claiming to be from Hawaii. But You're claiming culture. to be from Memphis. Yeah. You know, is that? What if it's not Memphis style? What if they say we're North Carolina's finest barbecue and there's no vinegar on it at all? Well, then people just won't go there because you don't know how to label your food properly. Well, what if they what don't know what that? Yeah. you know. Does it in the long run? Okay, I, I kind of get where you said. Such a fucking stretch of a sure. A, no, it uh, is example, I, but, I, but I, I, I understand the point you're trying to make. All I'm saying is it doesn't fucking matter. I think I it would care. be different if Hawaii was known for something special about their beer. The next time and we they're get, not. The they're, next they're time just, we get Kona beer on chat, make sure we write not, not from, from Hawaii, Hawaii above it, just so everyone knows. Because yeah. we don't need bullshit people coming in here and uh, that's that's the name tagging us in the next that's class. The that's the name of your pineapple, right? Not from Hawaii. Like that's <laughs> oh, that could be the uh, cask. <laughs> yeah. Not from Hawaii. Not from Hawaii. Yeah. How about O'Fallon brewing? Being in Maryland brewing, Heights? Yeah. Just nobody really got all up in arms about that. A lot of people did, but that's not. I, I think that I think the problem is co-opting a culture or appropriating. Appropriating? Are we yeah. really going to get SJW on this? No, okay, no, because I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about race. I'm talking about. I'm trying to. I think appropriation of Hawaiian culture yeah, is probably probably as yeah. equal as anything else, really. Yeah. You know, I, I love. I bet they love it when you know the white guys move into their island and raise all the prices of everything, real estate and spam shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> well, spam. We make a spam beer. Can we call that from Hawaii? I've I've never had spam. Me either. Neither have oh. I. Really? Okay. My uh, my. Ru- wow, Kyle, you've had spam. My roommate That's... used to eat spam. You can guess which, which one. one? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Lynn? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He just every once in a while he'd come home and <clears throat> with a can of spam and Did make he like. Cook it? Yeah. Yeah. Make like corned beef hash with it or. Yeah. You Do you know, guys have a dish fry it? that you had as, as a kid that was just so awful that you will yes. never. What Great. is it for uh, you? Stuffed peppers. Pork and beans. Okay. Pork and beans? I, I, it's repulsive to me. Really? really? It, it can't stand the smell. Can't stand the sight. Pork's not supposed to be white. I don't understand it. It's fucking disgusting. That's pork fat, and somebody's no. doing it wrong. It's awful. Uh, pork is white when you cook it, actually, too. I don't <laughs> <laughs> when I think pork means I just think bacon and beans yeah. or, or ham hot, like I'm in the, like taking it off the. How did I? How did? Well, how was it prepared? I don't know. I didn't cook. I was young. Yeah. My mom okay. did it. But it, it always just looked like this white slurry. With giant fucking beans in it, and just slip it out. <laughs> Made it extra sloppy for you, you know, like that. It's just, oh, now that I think about it, sloppy joes might be one of my. No, I have. I like sloppy joes. Uh, meatloaf is another one. I for hate me. meatloaf. Yeah, but I, now I have not had meatloaf easily in twenty years. Yeah, I may love it today. Lynn used but, to hate meatloaf until she had my meatloaf. 
And now she she makes her own meatloaf now because she likes it so much. She makes your meatloaf. <clears throat> she does sometimes. Uh, hey, what about? Did you have something? So my dad, the very few times, every now and then, my mom would have to go out of town, and she would take my little sister. So it would be my dad and the four boys, and we would sit around and play cards. We would play penny poker. He would basically take all this change. We would play all of these goofy, you know, seven card stud. Low hole Chicago, follow the Queens, baseball, no peaky, all of these, all of these penny games. And he would always make a Bobolese pizza with turkey meat on it. What's Bobolese? Uh, Bobolese is the pre, Bobolese. it's the, it's the pre-made It's just crust. the crust. It's just you mean the crust. Bartoli? No, it's Bobolese. Really? This, you can go, I've never it's, heard it's of this before. It's, it's in schnooks and stuff. Hmm. I mean, if you go to, like, they have pizza aisles, right? It's, a, it's just a pre-made crust. Oh, okay. And you basically put your stuff, it's already cooked. You sure. put your stuff on there. Throw it in the oven, heat it up. So they're, he would, they're in the same packaging as, like, socks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like. A, they're, like, airtight. Like a it's, baggy, if you will. Okay. And it doesn't have good flavor. But my, ba- my dad would go get, he would get turkey meat, and he would cook it in beer. He would take, like, one beer and put red pepper on there. And he would put that with mozzarella cheese. And when I think of... Marinara, at least? You put some marinara on there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, there was marinara. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was okay. marinara on it. Yeah, he would just take a jar of... This is as close as my dad ever got to cooking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about it. It's not good. Like, it just is not. <laughs> and it just reminds me of... One of the times... Well, why I hate stuffed peppers. <clears throat> I was younger. My dad's... Second wife used to make them all the time because her and my dad liked them, apparently. And uh, my dad was one of those guys that if it's in front of you, you have to eat it yeah, type thing. Yeah. You, know? uh, you don't waste food. You eat what puts, what's put in front of you. Mark, could I get and, one? And uh, uh, I, ate, I ate it until I threw up, and then I never had to eat it again. again. Yeah? Yeah. No, that seems like a fair trade. Uh, so whenever they'd have stuffed peppers for dinner, we just had, like, what did they stuff something. them with? Have you never had a stuffed pepper? Like I've stuffed peppers, but I mean, oh. oh, what's, I don't. It was big chunks of tomato and rice and onions and beef. Oh, okay. Yeah, it just. I really like stuffed peppers, but I never had them as a child. I only had them as an yeah. adult when I actually liked, you know, adult food. Sure. I like all of those things now as an adult. I yeah. just, I will refuse to eat them. Yeah, I get that. That's, like I said, kind of like me and. Pork and beans, or or even meatloaf. Sure. To me, you say, yeah, it's it's ground beef with onions and peppers and all baked together. Like, yeah, that sounds yeah, delicious. That sounds delicious. But uh, no, it's uh, it's a thing for me still. We open on up our first beer. Uh, we got some uh, Sudwork brewing today. We got some Sudwork, some Nebraska, and uh, uh, Stillwater. No, I'm the polo. No. It's it's nobody cool. Yeah, Stillwater. Yeah, see, I told you, Stillwater. They're pretty cool. <laughs> With uh, one of the best labels I've seen in a long time. Mainstream pop song, and it looks like it's from the. Uh, uh, now, now that's, that's what, what I, I call, call music. Yeah, <laughs> the can looks like it's the label of the. Now that's what I call CD. So uh, here's well, this is a uh, Northern Pilsner from Sudwork. We were talking about these guys a couple weeks ago, so I thought it was appropriate to drink some of their beer. Uh, they specialize in lagers, and um, they're really uh, their rep came in the other day, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know Sudwork had a rep. It was, you know, nobody's been here in a long time for them, 
And he said, not yeah. since they launched the market. Yeah. Um, I guess this guy is a Midwest rep. Like they don't have a specific rep for St. Louis, but they yeah. want to hit St. Louis hard. So he said he was spending a bunch of time here and dropping beers off for everybody to try and get back on the board because we carried a lot of their stuff when they first came out. But well, they stopped sending us anything new. Yeah, it was the same four brands, and that's kind of what they brought us. I don't, we're not drinking anything from them today that we haven't had. Yeah, so I'd like a seasonal. What's the uh, approximate range for a session beer? When people say session, like, is there a I'd, set? I'd say less than six. Anything less than, okay. Yeah. That's what I would call it. I mean, I don't know. Other people I would may kind have of, their own. I no, would I just, lead a little bit lower. I would say under five for me is kind of what I always thought. But I don't think there's a right or a wrong answer. I, this is technically, I mean, they say on the savor the session, and it's 5.6, which seems a little high for me for a session beer. But Sure. I can understand that. The, uh, I mean, the idea of a session beer is to have a bunch in a right, session and, and not, you know, end up too shit faced. Yeah, you know, for me, I could do that on a five point six beer, you know, and be okay. For so, kind of is a people session. People like beer. us that drink a lot of beer, you know, six and a half is pretty sessionable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to yeah. <clears throat> pick yeah. out flavors on this beer. Uh, I gotta blow my nose. I don't know that I've had this one before, actually. And I don't know if it's because maybe I stuck it in front of the UV light, but it's got a little skunk to it. Yeah, yeah that's I'm a I'm a I'm gonna take that one as my own fault. <laughs> uh, I just threw them in the cooler and didn't really pay attention where I was putting them, so I'm not gonna be really be able to give this one a, a fair shake. It's not bad though. No, I mean I don't I, mind I a see little the, bit of that yeah. skunk. You get the <clears throat> Stella Heineken, you know Euro green bottle flavor to it. Just say Heineken. We don't have that much time. We don't? No. What's happening? We've got to go play pickleball. <laughs> oh, the three of us? The three-man pickle coming up? I'll take the two of you on. <laughs> Be better than having Joe John as a partner. What are we doing? Pi- oh, pickleball. pickleball. <laughs> Mark's going to take the, the two of us on, apparently. Oh, oh, and pickleball. Oh, I was excited for a sec. <laughs> well, I didn't bring the court or anything with me, so... The what? The court. Oh. Oh, well, then maybe it could be a good night. He's going to take us both on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bring it. Anyways, uh, I definitely get a little skunk out of this. Yeah. But I, um, I'm not blaming them for it. I think that's uh, probably us. I, you know, I blame Kona, actually. <laughs> you can taste a real Hawaiian influence on this beer. <laughs> This is actually brewed closer to Hawaii than Kona is. <laughs> That's true. That's Who does Kona's brewing? Uh, Widmer. Widmer, okay. In or up or in Oregon? Oregon or Washington. One or the other. This is made in uh, Santa Barbara. One of the things they said in the uh, the article I was reading was basically it. some of it is still made. Some of the Kona beer is still made in Hawaii. But then it listed four or five other states where it was made. So I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. I mean, they did say they're part of the CBA, which is Craft Brewers Alliance. Yeah. It's Widmer, Kona, and Red Hook. Oh, that's right. So any place that one of those three breweries has a brewery, they kind of make it all. I gotcha. So, what was the what was the didn't Red Hook make that beer for BW threes? Yes. So it's like Game name day. like Al Michaels. No, Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick. Oh, Dan, Dan Patrick. Patrick. Oh, <laughs> you know it really wasn't that bad. That's exactly how I would describe it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that still a thing that's on there? 
I don't I know. I haven't been to a beat so. up. Yeah. I haven't been to a beat ups in a while. I haven't either. And I certainly would never ask if they had. <laughs> you can tell you're not from St. Louis because you call it BW3. It's never been called BW3 in St. Louis. So it was actually, I'm pretty sure the first one was in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, so it was pretty close to Cincinnati where I went. To, but it was the beat up Buffalo Wild Wings and Weck is what it stands for. What the hell's a Weck? Yeah, I can't remember now. And I think it's a part of a chicken or I'm way off on that. Oh. Uh, I went to uh, Knoxville and went to a BW3. So that was the first time I'd ever been. I'm like, this place is awesome. Chicken wings, all these TVs and these <laughs> giant beers. I love this place. Why can't St. Louis get something like this? And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you want to go where? <laughs> I I don't mind. I would go there every once in a while. It's pricey, though, man. Like, it is. It's real expensive. For what you get food-wise. Yeah. And their, and their beers are high, too. Like I'd rather mm-hmm. just go to, like... B halls out in O'Fallon and have really good wings and cheap beer. Ryan really likes Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, Ryan is my daughter, for those of you that don't know. So a lot of times we'll go out to dinner and we'll eat there. And just for the two of us, you know, there's no alcohol involved. It's forty bucks, 40 bucks including yeah. tip. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah no, uh, my college friend Todd loves that place. I mean, anytime we can sneak away during a casino party. Yeah, to go to go to a B Dubs. I mean, it's just. I like the food. I like the sauces. It's just, it's nothing special. Like Justin said, I'd much rather go. You can get the and same so quality food like anywhere it. else. Yeah. Uh, so just uh, the Weck, uh, beef on Weck is a sandwich found in New York State. It's made of roast beef. It's called a Weck sandwich. Do they have Weck sandwiches at B Dubs still? No, well, not anymore. That's why they dropped That's the last W. No, oh, it's just BW it, two. Did it actually used to be? BW3 like was the yeah, name. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was name Buffalo it. Wild Wings and Weck. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. Okay. Kent, Ohio was when they uh by Kent State University. So if I went in there and asked for a Weck, they wouldn't give me one. No. Fuck. That's why they changed the name to BW2s. <laughs> we kicked that sandwich right out the fucking door. <laughs> Be- beef sandwiches and wings is a weird combo. Like what, what <laughs> I don't quite get that one. Well, okay, so it's the the Weck sandwich was popular in Buffalo, so I'm guessing they just tried to co-op Buffalo culture, <laughs> which they shouldn't have done okay. in Central Ohio. <laughs> well, it's funny as I have no idea how true any of that is. Mark just made all of that up. Yeah, on is the that spot. a Weck sandwich is popular in Buffalo? I don't know. That could be very true. I have no clue. We don't have a fact checker on this show. It's like fucking poutine in Cincinnati. Apparently, it's mentally popular. But only I that. don't know if it's immensely popular. Like we used to go to there's a there's a restaurant we used to go to when we were hammered drunk at college called Pleasant Ridge Chili, and we wouldn't get actual poutine because that has cheese curds, the squeaky like big. What's round. wrong with cheese curds? There's nothing wrong with them, but this oh, was okay. not that. This was just gravy cheese fries. Did you say squeaky? Oh yeah, when you chew them like cheese curds. Yeah, they squeak. Have you actually ever had like straight up cheese curds? Sure, I've been to Wisconsin a couple of times and okay. always bought them there. I mean, I assume that they're real cheese curds. Yeah. They didn't, they're not like squeaky a little bit when you bite into them? No. I, I know the squeak. <laughs> I just thought that was, I thought that's how all cheese, cur- cheese curds I were. I did too. You thought enough that that was a descriptor? I would say if someone asked me to describe cheese curds and I was going to use all of my senses, <laughs> the sound of squeaking would be something I would be able to throw in there. Okay, but why would you use all your senses to describe cheese curds? Do you use all of your senses to describe a steak? 
Sure. It, or what about a Only Weck sandwich? I noticed it. when he described the Weck sandwich, he didn't tell us how it sounded. All it says it was a beef sandwich. He doesn't know what a Weck sandwich is. Maybe it if sounds he like baby talk. I'm going to give you a Weck. <laughs> you want a Weck sandwich? <laughs> I, don't, I, just, I would have never have used a squeaky as a descriptor for no, food. No, but actually, so when a people mouse, used to play... A mouse, a door, <laughs> sure. People used to... So the individual dots on dice, right? I mean, when they used to play craps... Uh-huh. Um, for these uh, for cheese curds up in Wisconsin, that's oh, where the God, term "where is this going?" Pip squeak comes from. Like that's exactly where it comes from. <laughs> Why pip? That's Why what pip? The, that's what the, dots, that's what the individual dots called. on dice are called. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no. well, <laughs> be a lot funnier if you did. Yeah, well, it wasn't. I knew what they were. It wasn't. So you know, I'm so glad. Like I've, I've just realized that the real dragging force of my puns in the show is actually Kyle. It's his disapprove. It's because he disapproves with his entire body and soul every time I make a pun. I like puns. I don't know why I Kyle do hates them so. But adamantly. he is a black <laughs> hole of puns. Uh, it just sucks the life for me. It's why I don't do as many as I. Uh, by the way, now that Kyle's not, we're just kind of a pun-filled show. That's. Did you write one for tonight? Do you have a pun in the back pocket all the time? Just no, because that's not how pun, like, like no, this? because puns are situational, right? Like I don't, I don't come in. You, you, you try to force some into. Oh, sometime. I do, but only for the drafts. <laughs> Every draft, okay. I will force a pun, but I don't. What what makes you come up like? I still remember the the John Knees Cash Full Sum Prison. <laughs> What what did Johnny Cash Folsom Prison Bruise have anything to do with us breaking out of jail that day? Nothing. Okay, just want to make sure. That's cool. No, it's that's no, no, what, no, that's where said. the word forced comes from. <laughs> <laughs> These are not seamless. <laughs> yeah, no, it's deep pockets. <laughs> it's knees cash. Right. When I was in when I was in college, this uh, this my one of my friends, uh, one of my college roommates was being recruited by the Jesuits to become a priest. He is now a Jesuit priest. But they sent... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. He got recruited? Oh, yeah. When was he drafted? Uh, you know, he had a really strong sophomore year, and that's when scouts started paying attention. And so, you know, uh, his... Uh, you know, they put him on the wafer wire. And so he was called up... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Kyle. He's like, I don't want to be. A, I don't. I don't. I don't want to be a Jesuit. They're like, stop whining. <laughs> oh, you know, he's just got no. Okay, that's gonna be bad. Uh, so anyway, this priest who hosted the draft. I don't know who hosted the draft. Hosted. Oh, hosted. Yeah, that was it. Sorry. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so this priest uh, came around and uh, was hanging out with us. All the time. The first time he got introduced to me, he walks up and says, oh, I've heard about you. You're Mark. You like puns. And he just started launching into, like, prepared <laughs> material. He'd be like, let's do golf puns. That's a little rough, right? And I'd be like, I don't know what we're doing right now. Well, we're on cars now. Like, and it was so overwhelming. <laughs> I think in his mind, like, he set this up as, like, the tournament of the century between Bobby Fischer and Gary Kasparov, and was he trying to recruit you? I no, no. look. If you were trying to recruit me to be a Jesuit priest, and by the way, that's a that you would need a lot to, uh, to you know turn me over to that. I don't know that the way is to try to overwhelm me with with by not letting me get puns in. <laughs> The way the well, way he just like rapid fired him, yes. At you? Like but like on like he had like note cards. He had like no cards. He was going, hey, now no. we're doing flag puns. You had half mass. Like I mean, everything was so prepared. Yeah, and he did, and I was just like, it was like five did, minutes. Did he it. like when he, as he was walking was away? Like, did he take the cards and just <laughs> hold his arm out, drop them? 
keep walking, and it's like, I just rocked that motherfucker's world. <laughs> That's kind of so what proud it felt of himself. Like. That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah, someone tell me they like puns again, bitch. <laughs> and by the way, that's absolutely me at 60. Like, I'm just going to be <laughs> a bald alcoholic, like, walking up to people with pre-prepared I think you're going to have hair. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just, well, not if the cans comes back. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I still don't understand how someone gets recruited. Have you seen the movie The Recruit with Colin Farrell? <laughs> I oh, mean, for man. priesthood. I forgot about that movie. Colin Farrell and uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. I saw that movie in the theater. It was. I love that movie. I've watched that movie a bunch of times. Really? I don't think I've seen it since it was in the theater. If it's on TV and I'm in the... In oh, the that movie was The Negotiator for me. I have yeah. seen The Negotiator 75 times. <laughs> I I, I I love the movie. I don't. I've it, seen that's uh, Sam Jackson college, and Kevin Spacey. Yes. Okay. In college, we had a movie channel, and that was on all of the time. And so when we were hungover, and just kind of waiting for pizza or Chinese food to show up so we could you know eat, like we would watch that movie over and over and over again. That and Finding Forrester. You're, You're the, the man, man now, now, dog. dog. <laughs> Somehow spawned a website that was around. YMTD. <laughs> YMNTD. I think that's still around. Is it really? I think so. I think someone on Reddit posted, like, linked something Y-T-M-D. from. YTMD. YTMD. You're the man dog. No. You're the man. YTMND. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Somebody linked something from that the other day, and I was like, I was kind of shocked that that's still. Yeah. I had no idea. I did. Somebody posted, I think it was actually Mental Floss, the original Space Jam website is still active. Yeah, it's the thing. It's like the oldest still running website in the world. Is that true? I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. Is fact. it That's hosted it. privately? Like somebody just, a, per, a person. Know, it's like Angel Fire, man. I mean, it's that it old. Really yeah, is. It's it really does terrible. look like. Yeah, but I mean, uh, who was that? Warner Brothers, right? Yeah. They had to own it. Does Warner Brothers still own it? Or somebody just buy the rights to... The website. Well, I mean, they would still have the have to have all the pages and yeah, all the stuff. Ba- I assume Warner Brothers still owns it. I don't Why know. Why not? It's not costing you any money. Yeah, or it's yeah, negligible. I, yeah, I'm sure the three dollars a year in hosting fees. <laughs> no, actually, probably back. No, you, yeah. back then. You know how much it was to host a website? It Four dollars. Expensive. Five dollars? No, like there are other answers. answers. It's like hundreds of dollars a year. <laughs> yes. I mean, you you're talking get, about Warner Brothers, but, I, but, like, it's, <laughs> but it's not anymore. You think they're still under the same hosting package? If you, I think they could have transferred it to GoDaddy by now. <laughs> have been all right. If you don't have the wherewithal to take down a website for a movie that's 30 years old, you think somebody maybe years they old? knew they were going to remake it? They're, they're remaking it with LeBron. That has been the speculation for a couple of years. Or I didn't. Isn't Durant now? I heard LeBron dropped out. No. Okay. <laughs> no, he has a point. You're listening to Jeff. He's got his finger on the pulse he has of a point. Uh, <laughs> Space Jam. He's uh, being a little remix. cavalier with his response, but. <clears throat> uh, anyway, we're drinking a new beer That's now. Bull. <laughs> Basketball teams go. <laughs> I'd rather be pissed on than pissed off. Uh... No, I'd rather be pissed off than pissed on. No, that was better. Yeah, just yeah. In the, just in the nick of time. <laughs> 
Uh, Sunward Brewing Company Farmer's Market Citrus Goza Lager. That's too many words. <laughs> Fuck you and your names. <laughs> Man, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm in a mood today. Everything's just making me angry. You're like our Kyle. <laughs> yeah, if we I'm, had a friend named Kyle, you would be like him. But I'm funny and quick-witted. Yeah, but I mean, aside. smart. That's why we don't have a friend named Kyle, because they're none of those things. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this goes as good. All right, for the rest of the night on the show, random times, anybody can shout out a category, and you got to make a pun. That's Jews! Just- <laughs> So, uh, sorry, I thought I, we were going to do Kyle shout-outs. I, I, Yama can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Flowers. Well, what? Are we actually doing this? Yes. This is the well, game. you yelled it out. Don't you have to do it? No, I, no, I'm turning it over to the two of you. Oh, fuck, man. We're not good at this. Oh. You're good at this. No, you're guys, you guys don't give yourself enough credit. I wish you were better, but you're not. <laughs> Chrysanthemum. Do you know Carnation Instant Pun? How many <laughs> lines of text are on there? How many rows? Of... <laughs> Can we put the flower puns to bed, please? <laughs> uh, actually, this beer is not made by soda. It's made by stone, so it's a Rosetta Stone beer. No. But now no, I understand by all Sudwork. the other beers. Is this really made by stone? No. No. <laughs> you can't just lie to my face like <laughs> Are that. Are you on pot? I don't know what I'm on. I'm on pot? What are you, I'll my be mother? Honest, I was playing Destiny <laughs> 2 until 4.30. Oh, oh, Flower. Oh, all right. You know, I'm really... I, I would like to put this on social media, but unfortunately, Vine no longer exists. <laughs> Come on, you got oh, two do, lips. How many, Let's go. how many times do we have to do it before we can move yeah, on we, and we keep the on. conversation moving? Maybe we should stop. This is a stupid game that is fun to nobody. <laughs> this is probably why we... I just realized this is why we need Kyle. I've never understood why we needed him before. This is why we need Kyle. I still don't understand why do we need him. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one that's going to yell at Mark for Yeah, he stops the puns. Him. He oh. stops the puns from He happening. stops the fun also. That's oh. not a pun. That's just a statement of fact. Uh, it's, and they happen to rhyme, yeah. which is just random coincidence. <laughs> Just joking, Kyle. We love you. Yeah. Can, uh, is it still 14-7? It's 21-7. 21-7. Woo! I heard... Uh, I didn't watch the game. It's the only problem I have with cutting the cord now. I, I haven't been through a football season yet, but I yeah. only have access to, like, two games. Yeah. Uh, which kind of sucks. And um, I guess four total. Through no, because we get ESPN, so you would have had both games tonight. No. Yeah. Was there not a game on NBC today? No. They were both on uh, ESPN tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And you and I are on the same package right now. Yeah. So. I guess I only would have missed whatever was on five right. uh, yesterday. But yeah. anyway, regardless, I didn't even know what channel the Rams game was on. Uh, I didn't watch didn't care. it. Yeah. Uh, even though they destroyed Indy. Uh, I hope it's the only game they win this year. <laughs> apparently there was like zero people. Oh, man, yeah, did you was, see pictures? Oh, I, I haven't seen the pictures. I would, they were talking about it on the radio when I went to get dinner earlier. There are more people listening to us right now than there were at the Rams game yesterday. They said like 500 people. There were seven people at that game? Well, no, not right now, but like, you know, like yeah. when we release it on Thursday. <laughs> they said there was like 500 people. I don't know if, I don't know if that's an exaggeration or not. Like, is that? No, there was more than there 500 was more than that, people. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Okay. But 
5,000, 5, maybe. 10, 10 at the absolute most. In a 45,000. 65,000. 65? They play at the Coliseum, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, Is the Coliseum that big? Bigger. I thought it was in the, I thought it was 40s and 50s. I didn't realize. 65,000. That's a, ridiculous. What do you do with 10,000 10, people that just let everybody I, go down and seriously, sit? Seriously, man, you should just Google the pictures. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Were there people sitting up in the high seats still? I, that always <laughs> why the best one of the best sporting events. I won't say the best. The one of the best sporting events I've ever been to. Uh, when I was in college, we that Cincinnati was awful at the time in the late nineties. Had the top five for five, top five rows you get in for five bucks. We sat through a rain delay at a beer cart, drinking our faces off. And by the time this three hour delay had passed through, we went down and sat in the front row on ninety three thousand people at the LA Coliseum. Yeah, but during that—that that was the Olympics. I don't know. I just googled Coliseum yes. seating capacity. Yeah. So uh, even during even during like USC games, I'm pretty sure they black out or whatever a handful of those seats. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's still that's a still huge. A it's a huge people. stadium. Yeah. But I think when they do college football games, it's closer to sixty. <laughs> Although I don't know. It might depend on who they're playing. Uh, but anyway, we sat on the first base line like right above the dugout front row and just we were chatting with the players all night long and i mean the game ended up going to like it, ended, it actually went into extra innings and they wanted a walk-off hit in the bottom of the like 12th inning but it was actually a lot of fun just to kind of bullshit with the players with no one else there yeah i mean there were i'm not even getting 200 people there at the end of the maybe i mean at the end of the <laughs> event what's the best sporting event you've ever been to you have one or a couple um you don't have two puns i'm just asking a question I would say I've been to I've only been to one Blues playoff game, um, and that was awesome. But I just they win, uh, yeah. Uh, when we were like six rows off the ice. Oh, nice. Although it was it was awesome because you're so close, but we we're right at the level where the uh, the glass. Oh, right it was at like that area. My yeah, eye, yeah. And I had to keep like ducking down or up to see, and it was really kind of annoying. And like I wouldn't buy seats that close again. Um, we got them like the day of for like fifty bucks a piece, like right before the game. Lynn and I. When were, was this? Uh, three, four years ago. Oh, okay. So recently. Okay. Yeah. Just got on StubHub last minute and like we can go sit super close for fifty bucks. Let's do it. Yeah. And uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Jeff, what's um, the sporting event you were into? The first one that crosses my mind was the game that Curtis Joseph fought Tim Shovelday. I don't know the story. So uh, it's, okay. I mean, it's a. Like legendary fight, yeah. One, uh, well, it's a goalie fight. Oh, they were both goalies, so it's the Blues Red Wings. Uh, you were at that game, yeah. I was there. Nice. I was uh, at that game with my two future brother-in-laws and one of their brothers. Uh, the four of us went, and uh, so yeah, that was probably it. Either that, or uh, I went to the Rams game where they beat the Forty ers for the first time in like nineteen yeah, years. Yeah. The year that they ended up winning the Super Bowl. Uh, that's probably the loudest oh. sporting event I've ever been to. I was actually at that Super Bowl. Yeah. My, yeah my, so the Tennessee Titans, my dad worked for, I don't know if you know this, but he works <laughs> in television. Uh, and he got us tickets like at the last minute through his station. We went down to it. They played in Atlanta. Uh, we were on the opposite. Yeah. Taking Georgia to Georgia. Uh, that was St. Louis's thing that year. <laughs> oh, that's co-op and culture in a way that I'm not comfortable with. Uh, but no, we were, we were in the opposite end of the stadium when Kevin Dyson came up a yard and a half shorts. We didn't know what happened for the first 
30 seconds or a minute because, you know, I mean, from our perspective, it kind of looked like he was lunging and they were going to take a look at it or whatever. But, yeah. I mean, it wasn't all that close when you look at the replays. Like, right. right. <laughs> he was down. A full yard. Yeah, I mean. I was in New Orleans for a Rams – uh, Saints. Saints playoff game. Yeah, uh, the year after was that the year after the Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, so Keem dropped the ball yeah. on the kick return. Uh-huh. I forgot about that. Costing the Rams a game. Yeah, and uh, I was seventeen, sixteen, somewhere in that, probably sixteen. On a whim, uh, my mom's ex-husband uh, was like, "Hey, let's drive to New Orleans and go to the playoff game." Like, okay, uh, yeah, let's do that. And so we drove. Overnight, got down there, watched the game, and then got accosted by Saints fans uh, <laughs> the whole day, the whole the whole game, and especially afterwards. Uh, and then we drove home. It was awesome. like you know, it sucks that they lost, but it was still you know kind of a cool. Okay, I've so been out of town. So, no, you go ahead. You tell your story. No, I was. I'm gonna ask questions. So you tell your story uh, first. Uh, I've been out of town for multiple Blues games, a couple Cardinals games, whatever. Only twice have I ever actually been accosted like you said for for being a fan of the other team chicago? the year that we went to chicago <laughs> it was all of us that yeah. one was hang on to be fair we got far accosted. the worst we got accosted because kyle yelled at a 12 year old kyle told a 12 year old to suck his dick or something like yeah that. <laughs> still in first place you fucking cocksucker that's what it was that's yep. what <laughs> and we got our asses beat that game 4-0 for nothing yeah <laughs> Uh, the other time, that, that and it wasn't was, even all that bad. That it was, was in Nashville. You Sorry. made me sit with Thor. Oh my God, that's right. We had four. T- yeah. you, Jeff got four tickets through one of my distributors, one of the distributors, something like that, and we bought two other tickets in a separate section. And so the four of you were hanging out and drinking and having fun, and I had to sit with Thor. Who we got you. We got you down there, though. Which I mean, yeah, no, it was fine, and th- it was just Thor had nothing. He knew nothing about hockey. I mean, I don't like. I'm a casual fan of hockey. I don't. You know, I became much more of a fan of hockey this year when the Predators went to the Stanley Cup. That's uh, how bandwagons work. <laughs> I've always been a Predators fan. Like, if I had a hockey, yeah, fang fingers. Um, I did get really excited. Honestly, I got excited this year because my dad was really excited about it. Really? Oh, yeah. That doesn't I'm, strike me as a hockey guy whatsoever. He No, he was a hockey announcer in college. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't do very well apparently <laughs> no, so i found okay so he literally had a discussion with me some at some point i asked him why he never pursued his dream because his whole thing as a kid he always told you you know you can be whatever you want just pursue your dream slugger and i was like well i want to be pele in soccer and he's like yeah go for it and then i realized i didn't have the size speed what, what kind talent, of okay hold on your, your parents conditioning. parents are assholes that way Shouldn't they have warned you early on in life, like that you dude, were never going to be? You're Pele. never no, going to be fucking no, Pele. No, they no. should not. My mom's the one thing of advice that I remember my mom ever giving me. It's the only fucking advice I remember ever receiving from my mom. Wear a rubber. <laughs> no, just remember, no matter what you do, there'll always be somebody better. Yeah, my dad told me the same thing. It's fucking terrible. I gave up on everything at that point. <laughs> I lost a game. Well, I guess this is that person that's better. My dad used to tell me that when I would get real cocky in whatever sporting thing I was doing. My and mom it- told me that because we lost a game. And I was upset that we lost. And she said, I don't get, get it, too upset. I get it from that perspective, too, though. You're like, hey, there's going to be people better than you out there. Don't take it so hard, champ. <laughs> champ. <laughs> that's not how she said it, though. She said it as no matter what you do, there will always be somebody better. Not try your best, strive to be the best, 
always go for it. Go for gold. No. There's, Fuck you. There's somebody better. That's not always true, though. It's mostly yeah, but, true. It was but according on. to my mom. <laughs> Nobody's sitting around this table, unless we have a hidden... Like, is the best at something, right? Are you the best in the world at something? I, I do have a what? world record claim to fame. And it's not even a claim to fame. I don't want to say it like that at all. Look, uh, just because you gave Lynn two orgasms doesn't mean two you in one. It was in one night. It was in a weekend. <laughs> a long weekend. It was weekend. a Friday it was a night into weekend. Saturday morning. It was it a was... three-day weekend, and the second one she was using a vibrator in the shower. Yeah, but I was holding it. <laughs> you were cooking breakfast. <laughs> Upstairs. That's, that was what, close. that's what he calls it. We were both awake at the same time the second one happened, so I'm taking, I'm taking credit. Under the same world <laughs> record, bitches. All right, what's your world record? Uh, I have. A, I had a world record on Twin Galaxies for a video game. What, what's uh, Twin Galaxies? Oh, really? Is that a video yeah. game? On Twin Galaxies? Uh-huh. No shit. I did. Okay. Um, no, that's something right well, there. I don't know. What's Twin Galaxies? I don't know what that is. It's an arcade based in Akron. No, it's in Iowa. It's in oh, it's was, in a tumble. Actually, my uh, oh, Lynn's parents, Ohio, Lynn's dad, grew up in the world. Place. Got it. Yeah, uh, they're it, the world record holders for all things video games. Yeah, and they had a website which is kind of uh, looked down upon now. Um, it's a whole lot of shit. It's Hater, not important to the show. Haters gonna hate. Uh, but Twin Galaxies isn't really as respected as it used to be. But anyway, I had a world record on there for uh, a game called. Uh, Triple eleven, triple eleven, triple elevens. Okay, I'll describe it to you. It's an it's a uh, card game on Game Boy. It was on one of those like packs of games that you you got the Game Boy cartridge and it had like twenty Eight games, games on it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But on touch the Mega Touch games, you got like the pyramid of cards and you had to like match. Oh yeah, yeah. I had a world record on there for that game. Really? Yep. Yeah. Most times masturbating while playing the game? It's something. <laughs> Where's your Twin Galaxies record, bitch? Uh, I don't have... I, I was wrong. Okay, I, I would take... The, I, I brought it up because I didn't think... I, I thought that uh, Jeff's mom's statement was accurate. The, none of us are the best at anything in the world. Yeah, but you know I what? Maybe I could have been. You could have been. Maybe buddy. I could have been. What would you have been? Pele of soccer. What would you have been? <laughs> I could have been the Pele of soccer. <laughs> I was playing soccer at the time. I wanted to play hockey. Maybe I could have been Chris Pronger. Same size, same time frame. I'm sorry, just in, in your mind, because once again we're talking about Chris Pronger is the greatest hockey player of all time. He was pretty good. No, that's not what we said. Never anybody better. Maybe I could have been Wayne Gretzky Wayne or Mario Gretzky. Lemieux. <laughs> same size as Mario. I'm bigger than Gretzky. Who had the most fights in the NHL? That's, you could have oh, been that guy. God. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. It's got to be one of the bullies, right? I would guess if I had to take a guess, I'm gonna go Darren Hatcher. So, that's uh maybe Marty McSorley, uh, somebody in that Dave Schultz. I don't know, someone in that time frame at least. Who knows? You could have been uh, an enforcer. You're big enough. Yeah. If uh, uh his name his first name is something you get on Father's Day but don't want. Herpes. I was just gonna say herpes. <laughs> Uh, oh, nothing, Johnson. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I figured his first name was nothing. Johnson was the last name I went with. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Ty, Ty Domi. Apparently, Ty Domi has the most fights. That's what it says. Huh. That's what what says. 
dropyourgloves.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's a poor site. Fight data available from 1917 to 2014. Uh, this, by the way, is an Angel Fire site. Uh, says he has 338. I'm uh, Real quick, we just switched over to a new Sudwork beer. Dry hopped lager. Savor the session. Can again. we just cut two words off of this and call it lager? Yeah. If we could mix this and the other one together, maybe. I'm not. It's fine. It's got a hot bitterness to it, but I hear dry hop. I'm not expecting the hot bitterness. I'm expecting the flavor and aroma, which is not there. There's nothing on the nose whatsoever. Is, is there anything on the bottle? The date? Uh, bottle date. I can't imagine he's going to drop us off old shit, though. But I've had this beer before. We've had it on tap here. It's been good in the past. Yeah, I agree. That's why I was kind of surprised. Uh, no, it doesn't. Nothing. Unless it's printed on the bottle. Yeah, and I, it's I can't kind of dark anything. in here. Yeah. Okay, so the question I was going to ask earlier that I want to circle back to. If you could put yourself in history at any sporting event. Oh, 1980. The uh, Miracle on Ice. I was ju- that was actually, that weirdly was going to be one of mine. It's, there's no other right answer. There is if you're not a hockey fan. And I'm not a, if you're a sports thing, fan. I'm not there's even no a other right fan, answer. Right? Like I'm not even a hockey fan, but I still is think that the most iconic Olympic if, thing of all time. If you if you know anything about sports, it's, it's the most certain. iconic sporting event in the history of the world. More than the Christians fighting lions or the Packers winning back-to-back Super Bowls, anything else you <laughs> want to say? I mean, well, like Muhammad Ali any, the Rumble in the Jungle? Yeah, I'm thrilling Manila, any of those huge fights. Okay, but he lost one of those matches. Okay, that doesn't mean it's not... <laughs> like, no, but I'm just saying, like you pointed out Muhammad Ali. But sure. he, you don't want to go to an event where somebody won. I mean, I, I guess there's two ways to look at this question. There's the iconic way, right? I mean, you pick the most importing, important mm-hmm. sporting event in history. Sure. Or is it something... Is it a personal one? I that's wanted, what I'm saying. Like, like I wanted to see... Like my dad, if I asked him this question, I guarantee you he would pick a Notre Dame game, probably what's referred to as the game of the century when they played Michigan State in like 19, I don't even know what. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to go something like that, then maybe uh, game six of the 2011 World World Series. Series. Yeah. Yeah. That would be one that would be a lot of fun to be at. Yeah. Um, You know, the Rams winning the Super Bowl. I would have loved to have been at that game. I know you were. Dad works on TV. Um, it would have broken my heart, but Bobby Orr's famous goal against the Blues yeah. in the Stanley Cup Finals, the Superman goal. Um, I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of glad I wasn't even alive at that point as opposed to there. <laughs> um, I think you got to go iconic. I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, man, and the miracle on and ice. Oddly is- enough, Kurt Gibson, 1988-ish. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is my first sports memory. My first, like, codified. My yeah. grandparents let me stay up. I was seven years old. My parents were out of town, and I, they let us stay up, and we were just going crazy when that happened. Yeah. That one would make the running. But for me, no, it's, it's a, uh, the miracle. I have, I've told you the story And that's before. a Soviet game, not even the, the gold medal. Yeah, that wasn't Soviet even the gold game. medal game. Yeah. Right. Uh, I've, I think I've told you guys this before, but if you watch Kurt Gibson's home run, there is a moment 
right as the ball is about to clear the outfield defense, you see off in the distance a pair of taillights. Somebody left that game, <laughs> and they slammed on their brakes. And I don't know if they just came to a stop sign or a stoplight. I don't or know if they, if they heard, heard it, on, it the on, radio. on the radio. And I have so many questions for that person. Like, do you lie and say you, say you stayed? That's one of the most iconic baseball, like, uh, sports memories of the last 50 years. That could do have been somebody just driving past the stadium. No, 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 because, I mean, you see, like, it's still in the park. You can tell it's yeah. still in the oh, parking okay. lot. And it's just one pair of headlights. And so it's, it's not like it was a road to get out. It was just one person. Yeah. I have so m- I want to hunt this person down and ask him all of the questions. <laughs> it was Lynn. She has to get up early. <laughs> 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 oh, that hurts. The one I want to talk about. It's going to be a lot of the old uh, enhance. <laughs> enhance to figure out who the hell that is. I mean. That's that's uh, impossibility. Actually, the most interesting thing about that to me is I grew up on the West Coast, obviously, and so when I heard that call for years and years, Vin Scully does it, and that's <laughs> why I only know Bucks. I know, right? And that's the thing. So as so many, like I, it, I was twenty five before I heard Joe Buck's call, <laughs> which I actually think is probably more well known from people nationwide. Oh, I don't believe what I just saw. Yeah, no, absolutely it is. Oh, Vin Scully's though. Like so <laughs> this is so after that, you know, we, we grew up Dodger fans. My dad bought a VHS tape of like, you know, you know how you see those commercials right at you know, buy now and you can get the he bought sure. a VHS tape of like the season in review. Yeah. And it's got Vin Scully's call, and his skull is, after a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. I'm going to tell you a 100% true story about my father. We got our first answering machine, and he spliced Please it. tell me this to, is going on your guys' answering machine. Oh, yes. He <laughs> spliced moments of that, like figured out how to start, like he did not know how to work VCR, how to stop and start it. So it appeared, so after a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. That's right. The impossible has happened. The Armenios got an answering machine. It was like a, it was like a minute and a half of this. And by the way, what I remember was he, he plugged it in next to the television, did the whole thing. It took him like an hour and a half and unplugged it, put it by the phone and realized that there was no battery backup at the time. So we had to do it all again. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I love that man so much. Believe it or not, Mark isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out or I'd pick up the phone. Where can I be? Jerry Seinfeld. Believe it or not, I'm not home. Jerry. Why are you making a message to the fucking greatest American hero? Oh, it was on Seinfeld. That was oh. George's George just said on Seinfeld. Jo- gotcha. Jerry Seinfeld says for him the funniest moment of the entire series was that moment right there because George has George does the greatest American hero thing, uh, the theme song as his answering machine message. And it's playing in the background because he just likes to hear it. And he does this little shake of the head at the end of it. And Jerry Seinfeld said for him, that is the funniest moment of Seinfeld. It's a pretty great episode. I had that I as my... Uh, but it's, yeah, I do. I, I had, do. It sounds hilarious. My, you watch uh, the lead? machine on my cell phone this? for a while. What? 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 Sorry. Go ahead. Did you watch The League? Yes. Love The League. Can I tell you? I feel... Did you watch The League? I did not uh, watch like the, the final season. Four, yeah, the four seasons or so, I think. For me, the league is the spiritual successor to Seinfeld. It 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 does. It sets up. Oof. Okay. Okay. But if here, you say so. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. 
they're constantly making up their own terms for things. Yeah. Which is kind of a hallmark of, you know, you yeah. double dip the chip. We have the Shiva. And Murder boner. Like, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. We'll put another beer. Too. Yes. Thank you. So, and it's constantly setting up self-contained episodes where there are layers to them and all the characters seem to be on disparate paths and they all come together. It, I'm not saying it's as funny as it. I just think there's a lot of similarities in the style. I think the league is much more funny than Seinfeld. It's... I know you guys both disagree. <laughs> your argument, I, your only argument I ever hear you say about Seinfeld is that they just yell all the time, which is, is true. Not true. It is true. I just don't see the humor. And answer the phone. I don't want to answer the phone. Answer the phone. I don't want to answer the phone. Let me ask my dad. Jerry! No, fucking awful. It's so bad. <laughs> what? I yeah. don't. That was my Seinfeld impersonation. That's how fucking funny it is. <laughs> Wasn't that great? Listen, Mark's laughing. <laughs> At not with, buddy. At not with. <laughs> By the way, before we go on to anything else, can you guys, if I mute my microphone, uh, which I'm going to do right now. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Finally. Yes. So you can hear all that. Yes. That's a dramatic difference. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I need to move over to that side, face the mic the other way. I'm going to guess. But I would love to know, listeners, listen right now. And listen right now. It's so much better without him, isn't it? <laughs> this should really Can you hear this that background static? We, what we're realizing right now, this is a two-man show. Yeah, yeah good luck. <laughs> Mark and Justin in the morning. <laughs> Woo! Ding, ding, boom, Mark and Justin in the AM. <laughs> if you're stuck in traffic, we're stuck in your butts. Mark and Justin in the morning. <laughs> and somebody at the bar last night told me that, the, or not last night, but I think it was Friday, that the ding, 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 boom <laughs> is his favorite thing on the, the show. Defining moment of yeah. the he says we, we, did a, it, we did it like once. He yes. says we need to put it on a button. I'm like, well, we don't have buttons on the show. We're, <laughs> we're not the real radio. <laughs> What he said it was the funniest thing out there. Who was that? I don't know. I don't oh. remember. <laughs> I had so many people talk to me about the show this week. Yeah, it happens a lot. Uh, yeah, again, we're sorry about the fucking audio problems. Jesus, Jesus, get over it. Enough with the fucking hateful messages. I don't think that guy was being hateful. I woke I think up that this guy morning was being funny. and I was instantly in a bad mood. I think that guy was funny. He yeah, it's nothing to do with the radio yeah. show or email. Or <laughs> I just woke up. I was hoping that wasn't going to happen. It did. I had Lynn's to do making breakfast with her dildo in the shower again, and I'm not there. That's why you're. <laughs> when upset. does it make me breakfast? You we kidding? got a no, message. Making from breakfast was your term for. Oh, oh yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah. We got a message from a guy that said Monday suck because of the audio problem was such a problem. Or audio was such a problem last week. That was a joke. Mark said, "Has he never seen a Garfield cartoon?" <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> this is, uh, what are we doing, the Pale Is this a Cardinal Pale from Nebraska? This is Nebraska Cardinal Pale. This is good. They've got the um, full-on top-remove cap thing. The, like yeah, like the urban uh, chestnut. Yep. Which I like. I think it's neat. The only problem is if you're out, if, you, if you're on the river or lake or whatever, you have to worry about throwing that thing away. The top thing. I never really thought about that. That's the only problem that I see with huh. them. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, basically, you know what a pop top looks like on a can? Well, this, the whole top comes off, so you can drink it basically as if it were a cup. You drink out of the can as though it were a cup. The entire top of the can comes off, which what? is great because you get you can drink I mean, is it, it out of there. You get some aroma. 
you know, it's like drinking out of a glass. But then, like I said, you got the, the, the trash. Now you got two pieces of trash to throw away, the can and the, the lid. I am not a germaphobe, but I can see people not wanting to drink out of a can like this. Why? I, because I see how cans get shipped to us. Like, But you're drinking out of a can like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeff's holding up a normal can now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fuck yeah, you're right. <laughs> huh. Stupid. Well, I'm not a gerbophobe, so it doesn't matter either right. way. So I, I preface that first. So I remember there was an article a handful of years ago on The Onion that basically the, the, the crux of it was Coors Light drinkers are probably the dumbest people on earth because Coors Light just keeps making technology for stupid people. So it's to like... let you know if your beer's cold? Yeah, yeah you're the I can't tell if my beer's cold by my touch. I need mountains. I, I need a wide mouth can because the beer can't get into my face fast enough. Like that was I thought the, Miller had the wide mouth can. No, it was Coors nah, Light. Of course does, too. Oh, Miller had the Vortex bottle. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Vortex bottle. <laughs> I'll say one thing, you know, one thing that is actually pretty interesting about the current state of it like the, you know they've given up I, I feel like the the macro guys have given up on those gimmicks that just make a beer yeah but uh, but for a while i mean vortex and wide mouth cans sure. and, triple hot brood yeah right i mean they, that's the biggest bullshit marketing in all of non-craft beer it seriously right? makes me mad yeah you I, put I, hops little or legitimately times. angry I put hops into Ryan's Red today when I was brewing it three times. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to put it in another thing. time again. That's yeah. quad hop, bitch. <laughs> but Suck I mean, on that, Anheuser. So, I mean, they sat there. <laughs> or and there Miller, was a, whoever. Yeah, Miller. <laughs> there was, yeah. I mean, the marketing people sat down and said, I mean, this is going to bring us market shares or something. I'm glad. They, but it, that, I mean, what was the last gimmicky invention to labeling, canning, or? No, it's got to be the big. That pull off can tops, and I that's think that's actually a, a pretty good yeah, idea. I don't, yeah, I, I wouldn't call that a gimmick either. I'm actually wondering if that's cheaper to do. Why? Because I you don't, you don't? No, nah. I think the technology's a little more advanced, so I, it's going to cost. In more. my mind, you, like you don't have. I don't know. I, I yeah, I have no idea. I'm I'm I, like. Well, I guess you're right. I mean, I've seen it only a couple places. Did you know there's more aluminum in the that top part than in the, the whole can? can. I've yeah. heard that before. Is that yeah. true? No, no, not at all. No, I didn't know if this was the made other out thing of was different. If you recycle, no, no, everybody says that. No, that was the urban legend. Yeah, yeah. The urban I knew if you got was, a, a milk jug, a milk gallon, and you had well, a, that's, a gallon of milk full of these, it was worth like five hundred dollars in recyclable yeah, money. That's true either. No, I think some of that was actually true. There was there were organizations no. that were doing that at some point, but they stopped. And the, like, there is the more aluminum 80s. in the can than there is oh, in no, that thing. They're no, collecting pop tops. Yeah, there's no truth to that at all. Yeah, there's just aluminum yeah. highly recyclable. Yes, and if it weighs, you know, a gallon of five. Oh, I'm not saying five hundred dollars. No, I'm just saying there were organizations that were collecting those. At some yeah, point and because, they were foolish because oh. there's there's more aluminum in the can that. I oh, mean, I just, yeah. Lot, then, yeah. Oh, that wasn't that wasn't why I thought they were doing it. I thought it was. I don't know. I don't think it was collecting aluminum. I thought it was proving you bought a bunch of stuff, and so they. I don't know. No, I those are box tops. Yeah, right. <laughs> How old are you? Old enough to have a fifteen-year-old daughter. Owen collects box tops. This is the thing. <laughs> of course, she does. It, this is still okay. We have a a society uh, that's pretty 
technologically advanced, right? And we have a eh. public school system that, for the most part, is fairly functional. The best way eh. to raise money from a company that wants to give money to a school now is still clipping off mm. pieces of cardboard from your Betty Crocker box and from your trash and mailing it to a business, and then they're going to send a yeah. fucking check. Yeah. Like, can I just scan a UPC code or a QR code or something? You know why you can't? Because you can't go into the store and just scan them all. Then. Yeah. Look, the reason the companies are donating this money is because I'm just going to go in and start cutting box tops off at the store. That, yeah, sure. Point. Okay. Well, I've seen Father of the Bride, and you're getting up in jail. What? What? Where he stole the hot dogs. Who's stealing hot dogs? Oh, he's uh, the, the buns because it's the, hot dog buns. the whole six and eight or oh. eight and ten or whatever the hell it was. You I'm know, not so taking clever. food. I'm just taking the. You're going to start cutting off box tops. You don't think you're going to get arrested by somebody? No. Challenge accepted. Who's going to stop? <laughs> Bruise room challenge accepted. <laughs> Go cut off a bunch of box tops and then call us to bail you out. Well, Lynn will be so mad if I, <laughs> Lynn would never allow this to happen. I would love to be able to go in with oh. a small box cutter. You know how Kyle is the black a, hole suckitude vortex yeah. of the show? Lynn's that for you. I know, man. I, I kind of want to Photoshop you in compromising positions with other women just to break you up so I can see how awesome you'd be without Lynn. I've never known. I've never known. I'm the awesomest. I've never known an anti, like, a, like an untethered Justin. Just a Tasmanian no one devil. Lynn and I have been dating of, since high school. Just, just a Tasmanian devil full of craft beer and semen. Just, oh my God, dude. No, I said if Lynn ever died or left me, right, or you would whatever, die. Like, and this be was before cat uh, food. Before Lauren and Jeff were living together, I'm like, Jeff and I are going to move in together, and it's just going to be the, the. That's a that's it for us, right? <laughs> like, we're only drinking whiskey and beer. No, no, fuck water, milk, juice, nothing. No, we're, we're just drinking alcohol for the rest of our lives and having a really good time for the next, like, three or four years until we both just... I'll take the under. <laughs> Jeff's crying. I'm not crying. I'm just saying how awesome you'd be without Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, Lynn is not here. Justin is awesome again. I'm just kidding, Lynn. I love Where you. Where were we at? And you're pretty much the only thing keeping him alive. Uh, we, <laughs> you and I were out somewhere. Uh, crap, man. This is a bad story. because I, I, I do remember. remember us talking about if Lynn and you were to ever break yeah. up, that you and I were moving in together. Yeah. And that's that was it. I'm still doing that, that though. I mean, yeah, you're damn right Lauren, you are. I'm moving in. You got an extra bedroom. I'll sleep on the floor because... I'm not the, I am not the type of grown man that has... Sleep on the foot has, of their bed like a dog. <laughs> I'm not the type of single grown man that has a, uh, you know, a bed frame. You don't, I have, just to, have, you don't have to You don't have to. come up with ways to do it. She got a problem with it. She's gone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that's, that's not an issue. Hetero life We're fine. Mates. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of hetero life mates, can we take a break? I got to pee. Cool. All right. We're back. Sorry, Mark pointed at you, Justin. He wanted you to bring us back in. Do you want to bring us back in? Yeah, let's try this again. Okay, go ahead. Ready? Yep. And we're back. Hey! We're back to the bruise room. The return. Justin, what the fuck are we drinking? We're drinking this goddamn mainstream pop song. Mainstream pop song. Ding, 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 boom. The pop song. Pop song. Can we stop? Yeah, I think we did it. I did, we got them all. 
Uh, mainstream pop song from uh, Stillwater Double IPA, 8%. And, um, man. I'm just curious. How is it? <laughs> oh, would you like some? Yeah, yeah. could I? <laughs> Was that your real worst? <laughs> I, like, I like this beer a lot. Justin's in uh, all of the label, and I'm sitting here with an empty glass. So the label, uh, the label pretty much looks like one of the... Uh, now that's what now I call that's what music. I call music labels. Uh, I like the label, except that they're bordering on second shift cans, where it's just the plain silver and it doesn't wrap all the way around. You're like, can't get a full label on there. Or oh yeah, what? I see what you're saying. Other than that, like that's a small grievance, and I'm just being nitpicky because I'm an asshole today for some reason. But uh, I really do like somebody the- doesn't like Mondays. <laughs> Have you ever seen a Garfield cartoon? <laughs> I really like this beer. It's good. It's it's good. Tastes really fresh. Who was it again? Stillwater. Mm-hmm. Stillwater. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. They haven't always had the best uh, track record with me with their IPAs. I agree. They're hit and miss. Mm-hmm. That's why I was uh, double checking. Was it actually Stillwater? This is uh, this is nice though. It's bordering on any style without the haze, but it's got that it's real juicy and super fresh hop character on the nose. You and I might not be tasting the same beer. Really? I get pine and citrus like crazy. I get a lot of citrus, not a lot of pine. <laughs> I'm somewhere I, in the middle of I Utah. actually get some pine out of this and, and limited citrus, which is why I don't think it's got that any character at all. That's uh I don't know, man. That's I, I'm not as big a fan as you guys are of this. Really? I don't hate it. It's a good beer. I like this beer. I would uh, order this again. I would uh, order it, yeah. I would not. I, I wouldn't order it a second time. But I enjoy it. Juicy, citrusy. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to complain about it. Sure. What don't you like about it? I don't know. It's super bitter. Uh, I, don't I don't find it to be that bitter at all. Bitter yeah. at all. Really? Yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm kind of I'm pretty exposed to that, yeah. Super bitter. Like, I get way more uh, early hops than I do late. To me, it oh, tastes... We, we have vastly different yeah? uh, experiences with this beer. See, yeah, I, I'm, if I didn't know that I poured it right out of the can myself, I'd be saying we were drinking two different beers because when I smell it, I get pine, I get dirt, I get dank. I don't get that super juicy, citrusy that you guys are both getting huh, right yeah, now. That's... I don't know what's going on. Normally, uh, you know, for the most part, we're all on a, a pretty similar yeah, page, but yeah, I couldn't yeah. be further different yeah, than you guys. Yeah, no, that's, that's really odd to me. And I think it's just... Uh, it's okay. I mean, it's good. It's a beer that I would bring in here. Sure. I would sell because I think my customers would enjoy it. Yeah. But it's, it's fine. Speaking of beers that we sell here, um, we just tapped to Mars. Uh, what is it called? Jungle Boogie. Jungle Boogie, yeah, with the, <laughs> against the grain. <laughs> um, American Pale with some kind of tea. Yeah, it's delicious. It's so good. <laughs> it's pouring a lot better now, too. Is it? It's nice. so damn good, though. What else do you guys have on right now that you're excited about? Uh, let me turn around and look. Uh, Narwhal 
It's it's almost it, that's like the, yeah. <laughs> I was a little excited that that was available like again. Almost out season. That's what got me excited. And we've had dragon's milk on. Dragon's milk is available all the time. We got Sierra Nevada Narwhal almost on. Almost out season is actually another good name for a beer. <laughs> you know yeah. what I like is uh, that Odell Rupture. I I oh, really yeah. enjoy that beer. Um, it's a it's a special. It's a new one that they're doing right now, which I believe is going to become a new flagship for them. And what they do, the beer is only thirty six IBU. Super low, <clears throat> but it's one of the hoppier beers that I've had. They are putting whole cone hops into what is essentially a set of gears. So if you can imagine like clock gears that, that merge together on a wheel like that, and it, it basically ruptures the Outer. alpha uh, pods in there, the, the hop oil in there. The cell walls of the cell walls, plants get broken down. Okay. That's what I was trying to Releases say. Releases all of the, a lot more of the oils that way. And then they dry hop it with that. So it's this super fresh, hoppy beer that's only 36 IBUs. Hmm. Uh, I like it a lot. So, so they had to have this good. machine specially built for them uh -huh. to make this beer. Yep. Yeah, it's something that only they're doing. So I think that's cool. Oh, and the uh, as long as we're talking about current events, Exit 6 Beer Fest is coming up. <laughs> nice segue. Thank segue. you. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. when the show airs, mm, uh, two 14, days, uh, 10, 10 days? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah 10, days. Like 10 days. 10 days from today. 10 days to Exit Beer Fest. Nine days. Do you have any tickets still available? Yeah, but they're selling real fast. Lots of tickets. Uh, or, uh, lots of tickets have sold already. Um, I'm expecting this to be the first year we sell out. Oh, nice. So, nice. yeah, we might actually have to turn people away this year. That would be unfortunate. It would be, but, you know, so you we've only tickets. got so many glasses. Yeah. You know, I yeah. have to limit my number of glasses based on previous ticket sales and whatnot. I can't bring people in and say, well, you don't get a glass. Sorry. Hold yeah. your hands out. So, yeah. Cup your hands. <laughs> so like you you're drinking from, from the Ganges. So you can get tickets right here at the bar at Exit 6 uh -huh. and brownpapertickets.com. Brownpapertickets.com, yeah. correct. Yeah. 30 ahead of time? Uh, $30 in advance, $40 day off. Which, compared to ticket prices of beer festivals this year, that's a steal. Mm-hmm. That's way on the low and end. I want to point out. Not on the high end. Just, I mean, the sheer entertainment <laughs> factor. <laughs> you want to segue to that? I, I didn't well, want to step I didn't, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Speaking of high end. Oh, I'm gonna, oh, wait, what was gonna, the entertainment factor? I'm going to be DJing. Wicka, yeah, wicka, wicka. All right, I thought it was something entertaining. You, are you going to karaoke like part? Like speaking of high end, we did that like three years ago. Yeah, we did Wonderwall at the end of the day. Yeah, we. Well, that was we, two years I think ago. we always close three it with years ago. Yeah, we? three years ago we did like straight up karaoke. Why? I don't remember because we were drunk. No, okay, yeah, that happens. <laughs> Elliot, Elliot was karaokeing. I do not remember that at oh, all. Oh yeah. Everybody, we did. It was yeah. It was huh. not good. Yeah, okay. Not doing that again. No, no karaoke. No. If that's what was keeping you away, no unless stairway. It's unless it's Wonderwall. Denied. Oh, we'll, we'll, you know, we always close with Wonderwall. Yeah. But not the low end, like you said. No, I keep those high ends high. Speaking of high end, see, I tried to do that. Now you just stolen my thunder. Easy there, Thor. I haven't stolen anything. <laughs> Do you want? No, no, we'll edit all this out. You take it back. No, take it. Take it back right now. Take it back. I don't care enough. Take about it back. This. Yes, you do. You very clearly do. It's cool. There's I'm taking so it much. back. <laughs> PM for L. Uh, so anyway, what we're alluding to is something we've talked about offline. I mean, basically, <laughs> high end. 
uh, has laid off everybody. They're all fired. They are. Yeah. High end is Anheuser-Busch's sales team for their craft beverage line. For all the acquisitions they've... The Elysians, the Ten Barrels, the Goose Islands, the Wicked Golden Weed. Roads, the Wicked Weeds, the all of them. Devil's Backbone. That was the other one so, I was I mean, trying to come up uh, with. What's, there's one that starts with an F, too. Frankenfurter. Four, Fremont. Four Roses. No. There are other answers. Four somethings. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So anyway. I, there's so many of them now. Basically, they, they have a division. But oh, there are so many redundancies. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Before, yeah. before we do this. All right. I'm going to give you a bruise Room exclusive that <laughs> may <laughs> not <laughs> be <laughs> an exclusive. Uh, I'm really, take, really. I take it back. Really hoping it's not an exclusive. Okay. I heard from a fairly reliable source that the reason Surly is not available in the St. Louis market right now. It's because they've been bought out. Really? Who? Constellation? No, AB. No. I don't Every know that this is I've true. From I don't AB. believe, I don't want it to be true. But this guy that I was talking to, he knows his shit. This is somebody that I actually trust that says that the reason that it's been held up now is because they've been bought out by Anheuser-Busch and Ben. That's why Todd left? <laughs> no, Todd left because of his wife. Maybe this, maybe that was a uh, maybe. final straw. Maybe I'm getting the fuck out. Either of here. way, I'm not brewing. For either way, there the was fucking... a huge bush involved that he didn't want to deal with anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rumor is that that Surly has been bought. That out is by the most anti Surly. Th- if I, you could have told me, you rattled off a hundred breweries. <laughs> yep. Surly would have been the last one, I guess, that would have oh, been bought out. I agree a hundred percent. I don't. No, I personally have price. not heard anything from anybody important. No offense to the guy that told me this. Yeah. But huh. I have heard that this is why it's not available and that major brands may not be getting them because they have to go to an AB house now. Fuck, man. I will be devastated if so, this is it. Surly is one of my favorites. You know, we've always talked, we've talked many times, like, who's the one brewery that you want in Missouri that's not available? And for a long time, we all said Oscar Blues. Now we've got them. And then we said the brewery. Now we've got them. And now Surly would be in that list yeah, for me. I put them up there for sure. And now we're about to get them, but maybe not. Uh, I don't coffee know. Bender. But I can't every... buy Coffee Bender every week for Lynn. Ah, uh, like I could buy a lot of Coffee Bender if it's AB now. And probably a lot right. cheaper, but I would hate myself every for it. Every article yeah. I've seen was the... The idea of, of high-end laying off all these people was to eliminate redundancies, but it was also, they were done <coughs> acquiring. So they are done buying. Yeah. They're, I mean, yeah, was, but that that's a negotiating strategy. I mean, there's Who do all they need to negotiate with? Like, just go, they have more money than oh, anyone. Okay, if, if, I'm, if I'm Jimbo oh, Surly, I see what oh, yeah, yeah, I who you. is uh, seeing yeah. these dollar signs coming at me, and I'm like, oh, wait, they're done. Maybe I should take $50 million instead of $55 million. Yeah, no, I'm. You I, know. I got you now. I got you now. Did you see? Did you read that article? The it was it you that posted the high end article? It was not me. No, no, maybe it was you then. Somebody posted one, or maybe I read it online. It doesn't matter. I they read said it they were getting in a book. Yes, they said they were getting rid of or stopping stopping purchasing of breweries, right. but they were going to start opening breweries. So there's a new brewery that's opening with. Um, they own a brewery in Florida, maybe? Cigar City. Cigar City. They don't own Cigar City. There are other answers. <laughs> okay. Well, regardless, they own a brewery. I forget which one it was. Maybe it was Four, four Roads. Oh, uh, Hopping Frog. 
nope, that's not it. Uh, but they said what Senor they're going Tadpoles. to do now is they're going to start opening breweries with in oh. conjunction with their breweries that they own. Uh, Frankie says relax. Yes. Okay. Don't do it. So this it, it's almost going to be like a CBA type thing where technically this new brewery will be part of an existing brewery that they own, but it's kind of going to do it its own thing, but it's yeah. still going to be attached to... But that makes sense. So I mean, from a business they're strategy. They're not buying anymore. Now they're them, just right? going to make more breweries. Yeah. Which, it seems kind of... I mean, there's there's one side, yeah, that's a whole lot cheaper to do that. Yeah, that's... But you don't have that brand recognition, and now... Okay, so... Oh, no, I, the more I think about this as I'm speaking aloud, I, the less I like the idea. Right now, if ABI buys Surly and all of a sudden Coffee Bender is available down here for eight ninety nine a six-pack, I may still buy that. If ABI opens this brand-new brewery that I've never heard of and of, offers up a Coffee Brown Ale, no, I'm not going to buy that. But you won't know that it's ABI. That's kind of the whole point of their... Are we going to put an upside-down beer tools. bottle on things now? Yeah, so you got the upside-down beer bottle. This is this is the full circle, guys. Uh, this is the exact reason that they're arguing about uh, Kona being from Hawaii. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's to no, prevent stuff right. like that so that you can't hide it. You can't hide who you and Anheuser what you are. Anheuser owning a brewery versus Kona only making some of their beer in Hawaii, I think, no, is but like... it's all about deception, such a, right? In a different I, ballpark. I agree I agree 100%. I agree, but it's like putting your but tongue in a holy It's about misrepresenting it who you are. Bitch, a foot rub is not even the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, they ain't even the same sport. <laughs> That's a tasty burger. <laughs> Uh, Goodwin uh, brought a good beer for us tonight, by the way. Are we just we, all right? We're done with that conversation. No, I was all just all right. I just tasted this. It's tasty. I haven't taken a drink yet. I've only smelled it, and it smells like band aids. Band aids. I get that too. Band aids and soy sauce. We've got a good boy blind beer of the week again. Everybody blind knows it's a stout. Beer of the week. Ding, 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 boom. Can you not? No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm swirling. Uh, I'm swirling. It's actually pretty thin for me. I, 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 st- I don't want to finish this conversation about AB opening up new breweries and not okay. telling anybody that it's AB. I don't like well, that. That's uh, I don't. I don't think that they the, get away with that. The article didn't say they weren't going to not express that they were ABI owned. Yeah. I just kind of got that as an implication. But we look. We we have been talking about this on the show. I mean, since we started, there there seems to be this idea that either you believe consumers are smart enough to spot this and will make decisions accordingly financially, or you don't. I mean, that's I, what we've been talking about with the yeah, Beer Alliance logo. It's I'm worried they're going to pull a fast one over us all, but all of a sudden, this brewery opens up in 2000. And- uh, what year are we in? 2017. 2018 that is suddenly distributing to all 50 states? No, I think that's kind of against what they're looking for. It kind of made it sound to me anyway that, that they like were going to look stuff? micro-regional with new breweries. That makes sense financially. They're going to go hit yeah. markets where maybe there's only right. one or I'm two other the breweries. Southeast and and I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Atlanta it's and the Carolinas. It's a small and- craft footprint already. We can go in as a craft brand that people don't know is ABI. Yeah. And now we can compete with that one or two or three other breweries in this in this town. Oh, man, I don't know. I, somebody's going to go and look for this brewery. 
I think oh, there's yeah, going to be way too much information available. It's Freedom of Freedom of Information Act era. I don't think that they're going to. I don't know if that applies to uh, to this I specifically. No, but I, but you know <laughs> what I'm saying? They're no, not going to be able to clandestinely open these these places, right? That's no. not. Yeah. But people like us will go the, and look for yes. stuff like that. But the Your average, average consumer is not going to. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But that's why I mean, this is this is I think in essence the conversation we've been having about a lot of of craft beer since the beginning of the show for two and a half years now. Yeah, yeah. Right? fundamentally, do you do you believe <laughs> that consumers are smart enough to pick up on this stuff or not? And and the answer is is varied because there are there is a certain section of consumers who are savvy enough to pick up on this yep. and will avoid it. And there is, but but the target for all of this. You know, these adopters that we keep talking about, these people who will bring, you know, will bring a, a, a six-pack of Boulevard. The newest thing that they've never heard of or, right, yeah. Well, and, and more, I see the word Hefeweizen and I'm going to buy it. Yeah, more yeah. more accessible craft beers. Some of the stuff that I think we skip over because our tastes have have changed yeah. to, a, to a large degree. But, you know, they will bring... O'Fallon to a to a barbecue. These people are the target for these these breweries for these, and and I think I think largely they're going to be successful because they're, you know, they're preying upon that demographic, and that's look they're hitting their target. Demographic. You know, my biggest problem with with those people and targeting those people, how long are those people going to be those people? Because one of two things is going to happen forever. Yeah. Do you think so? Yes, I do. I could see them either going and like, look, I really actually like this shit. And getting into craft beer, or it's a passing fad, but they think and they're they like, are "I'm going to go beer. right back to drinking the Bud Lights or the Shock Tops." Oh, I, I think there's a third category of people that say, "I'm never drinking Bud Light again," but will only drink O'Fallon and only drink Boulevard. Okay, and even I, that's I, still better than drinking I, I'm, uh, I'm ten not making, barrel. I'm not, I'm not making a judgment sure, call, but I'm sure. saying I think there are people, and they would say, "I'm a." I, those people will say, "I'm a craft beer drinker," and I think, yeah. Us in this group would say, not really. Eh, don't throw a Fallon in that category. Okay. Don't throw a Fallon. They're still independently owned. Uh, that's oh, that's not the that's not the consideration in this case. I'm saying, when we talk about being into craft beer, we yeah. talk about, hey, I'm going to drink. Uh, like I can identify forty different breweries, and I want to try something from each one. I think there's a segment of people who can identify two or three local brands. That are all yeah. craft and independently owned, and we consider themselves craft beer drinkers. And right or wrong, we kind of look down on that as not real craft. Sure. Okay. And I'm not like once again. I, I don't look, put O'Fallon sounds, in that. I, yeah. I understand where you're going with it. I don't think O'Fallon's a fair category, uh, a fair example no, of okay. it. But I, but don't put O'Fallon the, the, in there. O'Fallon was a poor example. I, I agree with you. I'm just saying. I think there's this level of people, these adopters we're talking about, who once again will will. We'll go to a grocery store and not buy Bud Light, but we'll buy kind of the more mainstream craft labels. Sure. But and that's we'll what never, I'm afraid. But we'll never the, branch out into any of the stuff, happen. most of the stuff you have at your bar. That's what I'm afraid. Those people are going to be the ones that are buying the 10 barrel and the, the Elysians. They're going to be the ones forever. buying this new and brewery, that's, that's too. That's what i right, right. That's the target demographic but, for that. But They're going to have long, money for marketing and exposure. Segment, right? But how long will they be huge, like that's that? That's the fastest growing segment. How long can they go, oh, well, I'm going to get this IPA before they got to move on to a better IPA? Anheuser can yeah. throw a brewery together for nothing compared to what it would cost a normal person to throw a brewery together. Obviously. They're, they're Their gonna investment to... Shit more money 
to open that brewery, you know, tomorrow. Well, was, they then, have all of the manufacturers and everything. Yeah. Like, it, it's going to cost them way less to open a brewery than it would cost anyone else to go open a brewery. The money, the, the monetary side is ne- negligible. If you get a brewery that you can open that up and sell a ton of beer out of for five years, six, seven years, maybe ten, who cares? It shut it down. You've yeah. made your money back after a year, probably. Sure. You know, just on the savings of being able to make all of your own equipment. Uh, you have a team of people that design breweries, like, and yeah. and, and, and you uh, can't say that you know AB's going to go to, hey, uh, tank maker X. Oh, oh my god, I'm going to sneeze. Hang on. Tank that maker X. So much better. Did you hear blocking out all that background noise? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry. Okay, they go up to Tank Maker XYZ and say, "Hey, by the way, we're getting ready to put in another six million barrel brew house in uh, the North Central United States. Uh, prior to that, we're going to open up these other fifty barrel brew houses dotted throughout the U.S. You want to hook us up with uh, some good pricing? Yeah, don't be yeah. afraid. It'll look good upon us whenever I open up the six million barrel brew house. Yeah, they have they have that kind of pull, and I think right." We're gonna. If this is what's going to happen, this is one article. Like I said, you know, there wasn't. I take a lot of these but articles with a grain of salt. Like, but it's not implausible. No, and it makes sense to me after they mentioned yes. that, and I'm like, okay, that's a good lot of you. You say you're going to stop buying breweries. Well, what's your end game here? Yeah, start making new breweries and fu- you know, fuck all the other guys. Why go out and spend a hundred million dollars on a brewery when you can open a brewery for less than a million dollars? I have said many, many times over the last. 15 years that if ab ever decided to get in the craft game we'd be in trouble yeah and i think that's where we're at right now i do too you might be right i think we're on the this is the I, first I, time i don't i, have I don't think that so. they would do that i don't think that we are though because i th- i think the sell uh the sale of them hurt drastically uh i also think that people are more educated more aware of the backdoor bullshit sure. that they get away with there are there's enough bad blood enough animosity towards a company that i th- i don't think it's if they'd have done it 15 years ago we'd have been in trouble today i'm not i'm not nearly as afraid i the problem with that is i think there are a segment of people i think there's a pretty big segment of people who are angry or or betrayed by all of this yeah i don't think that's the majority of people I think if you're looking at a, at a spectrum of people, I, I, I don't know what percentage they make up, but it's not the majority. The majority of people... A majority of craft beer drinkers? I disagree. Oh, I... I majority I, of average people? No. But, I, but once again, what I'm including in craft beer drinkers are these adopters, which sure. is this... I think that's the huge segment, and that's what the target of this is. And I don't... I think they're educated to a point, but not fully immersed in the culture, so they don't really understand or will do the legwork i i think i think that's giving people i think that's giving a large swath of the population too much credit uh, you might be right and it's those adopters that i say i wonder how long are they going to be adopters you can't be an adopter forever you either move into craft beer or you don't. I think you oh, you no, lose a lot I of people mean. that like just I, get out of it, but then yes. you get more people into it. I think it's just a rotating. You think it's a rotating door? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I could see that. Some of them get off at the stop of craft beer. The others get off at the stop of I'm going Bud back Light to again. Shock Top or Bud Light. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I could see that. That's that's valid. Somebody who drink who drank Bud Light in college and then comes out of college and is 24, 25, and suddenly goes to a supermarket and buys... 
the latest craft beer there. Something urban chestnut, or or by, by citywide, right? Do you consider them? Do you consider them a craft beer drinker? The what? The, say that again. Twenty-four year old. Uh huh. Twenty-four year old drank Bud Light in college. Comes out. Stop playing with your headphone cable. I wasn't playing with my headphone. You were right there at the base of your microphone. You were sitting there playing with it. I could hear every. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, gotcha. I'll get rid of this, but that's what I was trying to you say, and I didn't know how oh, to do it. You, yeah, I never hear it. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, you have a sensitivity like... It's like, the nails with, on with the chalkboard thing? With, yeah, with Band-Aids. I, I, yeah. I never hear it, and you... Yeah, anyway. Yeah, okay, sorry. Okay, so 20, imagine a 20-year-old, 20, 24-year-old college, like, guy graduates college, starts to make a little bit of money, and then goes in and buys Urban Chestnut, or buys citywide beer, just uh-huh. w- once in a while. Do you consider them to be a craft beer drinker? If it's once in a while, no. Okay, and that's what I mean. I think that's the category of adopters that I'm talking about. These people who every now and then lean towards craft beer, even if it's on the low end, for lack of a better term, but will probably not realize what's happening in the larger industry, and so we'll visit some of these breweries that are opened by the bigger customers, but never really do the research or won't care because they consider that they can. And by the way, I think that 24 year old considers themselves to be a craft beer drinker. Okay. And so they, because will, he once a month buys a yeah. six pack of citywide. Yeah. Okay. I, and that's what I mean. I think that segment is bigger than, than, than we've talked about. I think that segment is huge. Are these people who every now and then, and maybe their trends change a little bit, but I don't think they, you know, I don't think they do the reason. And I, if they go to one of these breweries that's opening and like the beer, I think they still consider themselves to be craft beer drinkers, even though it's owned by ABA, and will never be talked out of it or never have an experience of, of being alienated that because they just don't, they either don't, care don't care or will never. I think that those people want to be craft drinker, craft beer drinkers in name only. They, Fine, they think it's trendy. Sure. They think it's cool because sure, it's those same people. That's a huge segment. Right? That you say, look, you know, you're drinking that, but you know it's still owned by Anheuser Busch, right? Yeah, but I like it. Okay, well, try this IPA instead. Oh no, that's that's way too bitter. I don't like that. And that segment, I think, is huge. I yeah, think okay. that makes up for me the majority of people who I, who would identify as craft beer drinkers. In fact, I think the people the, who are the, the posers, yeah. if you will. Yeah. I, well, I think that's a bad term. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know that I would use that term because I think it's a little more alienated than I want it to be. But I, yeah. it, it's just less knowledgeable right. people that don't care enough to go and educate themselves. They just want to have a beer that they like. Still, and they found one that they like. I don't know that they want to have a beer that they like. I think they want to have a beer that's trendy and makes them look cool. If they want to have a beer that they like, they'd still it's be drinking both. Select 55. It's still I mean, because find something that you think tastes good and is palatable. Yeah. Sure. And it's, if it's better than Bud Light, they, they know that Citywide tastes better than Bud Light. And by the way, if any of those people, people like what we're describing right now are listening to the show, come up to Exit 6, try a vanilla cream and, or any other beer that we have, and make that be your trendy choice. <laughs> we're nice. running long. We should move into yeah, the uh, right. Good Boy Blind Beer of the Week. I've already had most of mine. All right. Yeah. Uh, super thin, a lot of Band-Aids, a lot of menthol. It's smoke. Yeah. It's a smoke. I'm I'm gonna go porter just on the. I actually uh, thought porter. That was my first guess on the body, or a uh, really dark Roush beer. What's your ABV? Seven. Mm. Oh, this oh, is, this is a aged. Beer. Good boy says this is aged. 
I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go about seven and a half on this. I'm gonna go smoked porter. I agree. Seven percent. Seven and a half for me. Jeff, you got anything? This is a uh, uh, ten and a half, eleven percent imperial stout. This is not a Roush beer. It just uh, it's just a stout beer that's got uh, a lot of smokiness to it. That's what I'm saying. Plays one on TV. All right, good boy. What yep. did you What did you bring for us? Big Eddie, Russian Imperial Stout. If I'm not mistaken, this is about a ten and a half Imperial Stout. Boom, dropping the mic, fuckers. It's uh, 2012 Liney Kugel's Imperial Stout. That's a series that I was really sad that they stopped doing, man. Yeah, it was too. There was a couple. They had four beers, right? The Scotch Ale, terrible. The Scotch Ale was one of the worst beers the I've ever had. The double IPA, also pretty fucking terrible. That was, it's the only double IPA I've ever had that tasted like the vine of a tomato plant. Yes. It, that's ex- <laughs> we had this coverage. Hey, this sounds ridiculous. Jeff and I drank one of these one night because we were like, I don't, I don't know. We picked it, I picked it up at a store or something. Yeah. Like, I haven't had this before. No, drinking. you know what? It was, it was a sample dropped off because they wanted to, oh, me to sell yeah. it. And we both were like scratching our heads for a long time. Like, what is that flavor? And it was like tomato plant, but yeah. like the vine of it. Just like, the vine. It's, it was fucking weird. <laughs> really so weird. If you like were to try it, you would, it would make total sense. No, I, look, I, I actually don't have a problem conjuring that flavor, even though I've never mm-hmm. sucked on the vine of a tomato. I actually understand exactly what you're talking about. It was so weird. Yeah. Uh, but the Riz was good, and the, um, what was the, the Doppelbach? Was, the Doppelbach, the cherry Doppelbach yeah. was, Cherry Doppelbach? I think so. was yeah. really good. Um, there's... I'm, this is smoky as fuck for a. It is, but I don't think it's smoky enough to be constituted as a Roush beer. That's. I I would have guessed a smoked beer of some kind. Like it's just that roastiness. I guess just kind of bled off into yeah. a different flavor as it's at. What year is this? Twelve. Twelve. Is that the last year they made it? No, no, I don't think so. Because that was we had only been open 14. for a year. Fourteen, maybe. I think we we carried that line for two or three years. Yeah. So. Either way, I actually really enjoy this. It's not bad. Yeah, it's it's not, it's not my favorite not either. Me. No. Yeah, it's not my favorite. I I don't mind it. Uh, if I could hold my nose when I drank it, it'd be okay. But I just that band aid and menthol comes through real it's, strong it's for me. It's weird because I'm I get that a lot. But what's that? Five years was too. Five years. Long. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I would, it's probably better two years ago, but yeah, I didn't mind it. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this yeah. week's episode without Kyle. I know the rest of us did. I mean, that was a good time, right? Yeah. It was Ninth fantastic. best show we've so ever done. Flowy. <laughs> so flowy. Flowy. So many puns. So Flowing many puns. With the homies. All right, buddy. Uh, oh. <laughs> Brittany Murphy, RIP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, thanks for listening to The Brews Room. Don't forget to check out uh, all of our social media stuff and go buy uh, tickets. They're going fast to uh, the Beer Fest, Exit 6 Beer Fest. You get it at brownpapertickets.com. Uh, just search for Exit 6 Beer Fest. You can also get them at the bar. Stop on by. Hope everybody has a fantastic DJ's week. We'll shit. see you next time. Good night. Thanks for listening to The Brews Room, brought to you by St. Brewis Radio. We hope you enjoyed this week's show, but who are we kidding? Of course you did. This show is awesome. We'll be back next week. If you want to meet any of us live, you can come up to Exit 6 at 5055 Highway N in Cottleville, Shamrocks at 4177 Veterans Memorial in St. Peter's, or check out one of Mark's trivia shows. The schedule can be found at questionablepursuits.com. 
Follow us on Twitter at, at The Bruise Room and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Bruise Room. You can always download any of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or any of your other favorite podcast apps, or stream us at stbrewis.com slash The Bruise Room. Until next week, keep drinking those beers. 